Yo, 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 what's going on, man? It's your boy Rick Taylor back with another episode of that Rick Taylor Entertainment Podcast. And I'm here with two special guests, man. I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves. It's Jay Kane here. Uh, St. Clutch, representing mm-hmm. the Philippines, but currently residing in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, sir. All right. And um, I want to appreciate y'all. You know, I want to tell y'all thank y'all for coming up here. Yeah. You Thanks know. for the invite, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, tonight is going to be a, definitely a good vibe. I like to look at my episodes as vibes, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, not yeah. just episodes, something scripted or nothing, mm-hmm. just all organic. <clears throat> and um, we're going to get into a lot tonight, you know, first and foremost, welcome on the show. Clutch, I inter- did I interview you before? No, not in here. Not okay. In here, yeah, yeah. Okay. So welcome to the show. You Appreciate know, it, man. Both of y'all for sure. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have a good time tonight, man. Um, let me start off. How was your night going so far? Pretty good, man. Busy. <laughs> Sundays yeah. are always busy for Just me. talking to Michael. My bad. Yeah, Sundays yeah. are always busy for me, man. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. What man. about you, Clay? What makes it What makes it busy, man? Yeah. Kids, trying to get them situated before gotcha, school okay. and the next day and okay. church. How many kids you got? <laughs> uh, four boys. Four boys. Yes, All right, sir. cool. That's yeah. what's up, man. Dang. Yeah, that's what's up. I got my first boy on the way, you know. Ooh, there we go. Big boy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's um, cool, man. Yeah, today was pretty cool. Um, I went to church myself. Um, I've okay. been going consistently consistently now for like four weeks. Nice. Okay, yeah. okay cool. So trying to get back on that walk and stuff like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, which church you go to? Evolve. Evolve, nice. Oh, Evolve. man, my guy... Uh, Isaac, he's the he's the sound guy there. He runs all the sound for them. Oh and yeah, stuff, that's so. dope. part of the media team. Yeah. yeah, he's the media team, bro. He's yeah. been trying to get me to go there, but I, you know, I involved in my church. But right, right. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh, I go to One God Ministry. One God Ministry. Yeah. Where's that at? It's on Seventy Third and Burleigh. Seventy Third and Burleigh. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, so I go to Eastbrook, representing Eastbrook. I even got a shirt from them. We do. Uh, I'm part of like the choir, the worship team there, and then we got a spoken word team where. We're actually in, integrating a lot of raps now in there, so it's kind of it's kind of cool, and they're it's kind of cool that they're open to those to those things, you know, and so, and it's a multicultural church, which is what I love to experience because at the end of the day, that's what uh, God's church really is, man. It's multicultural, all nations, all races, for sure. You know, no discrimination. So, yeah. But to answer your first question, my Sunday's been pretty good, man. Oh, yeah, that's so good. I led worship today. Um, been up early since uh, 5.30 because we have three services. So we do 8 a.m., 9.30, yeah. 11 o'clock. And then uh, so it's been a long day, but then You're worked here. out yep. and came here, man. Yeah, there we go, man. Yeah, um, so. I appreciate y'all, man, because I know y'all could, y'all usually probably <coughs> be doing other things right now, like resting, playing with the um, kids or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. spending time with family. But I appreciate y'all for coming up here with me. Nah, man. <clears throat> now, um, <clears throat> pretty much on this platform – we like to let the fans know who y'all is or let people know who y'all is and what y'all do and get a more of like a um a background like a backstory to your who you is and stuff like that and get the origins of who you is or <clears throat> the person behind that name and everything mm-hmm. yeah so um let's start it off like this uh for the people who want to know who are y'all and what well we y'all told us who y'all was yeah. what do y'all do you know what I'm saying? Go, 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 man. Go ahead, Jake. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, to sum it up, I am a uh, full-time father, um, full-time musician, mm-hmm. um, as I like to call it. Um, and if I, I could say that I do music full-time, too. Um, but um, I've been doing Christian rap for, what, six years now? 
So um, I've got to meet a lot of cool different people, man, that's on that platform. And I know you were saying that you were doing like the uh, music ministry at, at Elmbrook. It was a time, man, where oh, Christian Eastbrook, Eastbrook, Eastbrook yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go, Eastbrook, I'm sorry. Oh, well, we are brothers and sisters <laughs> churches, so. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so there was a time where uh, Christian rap was like frowned upon. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing Christian rap when it was... I guess not popular, yeah, I guess yeah, we could yeah, say. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I agree with that. So, yeah, I mean, I've been in uh, Wisconsin now for about 13 years. I moved here from Tennessee, and um, and I just really took off with the music because it's always been instilled in me, and it's always been a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it for, for me on my end. Yeah, that's dope. I'm like, um, now you from Tennessee, huh? Are you from Tennessee? I mean... Yeah, I guess you could say that. Okay. <laughs> then where were you born, born? I yeah. was born here. Oh, then you but, moved back there. But I moved to Tennessee okay. and spent literally majority of my adulthood life. or life there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so yeah. What part? I was in Milan. Okay. Nice. A city okay. nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> right, right. I didn't hear it. Yeah, I never heard of it. I don't even know one city in Tennessee. Memphis, right? right? right. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I know Memphis and Nashville and stuff. Oh, yeah. Nashville. Nashville. I forgot Nashville is up there. Yeah. Yep. What about you, Clutch? Uh, so what I do, man, so uh, yeah, I'm a full-time music artist, content creator. Uh, I've been doing music for about, man, how long has it been? 2011 mm-hmm. is when I really started it professionally or taking it seriously. So we're going on 12 years now. And uh, I started with secular music, but when I got saved around 2013, um, then I started, I still didn't do Christian music then, but I was doing more like positive music, mm-hmm. like no swearing, just kind of encouraging video uh, songs. And then, but it wasn't until I would say 2016, 17 over there where I was just kind of, this was really a God moment where I was trying to, really trying to figure out what, what should I do with the music, you know? So I was in my car and I was driving out of my parking lot, right? And I was just talking in my head. This is in my head. This, this is how I know it was really God. I was talking in my head. I was like, God, what do you want me to do with this music gift? Like, what do you want exactly with this? So I drive off in the parking lot, make a left. As soon as I pull up, or I'm driving, the car in front of me has this uh, Bible verse on their uh, license plate, and it says Psalm 37.5. It says, commit your ways to the Lord and, all, and his, uh, your plans will be established. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, God. I was like, that's what you want me to do. I'll commit my ways to you, right. to your plans, and whatever whatever happens, you know, I'll leave the results to you. So that's, that's really been my journey as far as, like, then I started transitioning. I used to just go by the name Clutch. Mm-hmm. and then, Remember them days? Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You met me when I was in, when yeah. I was clutch. Yeah. yeah. And then um, that's when I added the, I added the saint probably like 2020 around that area where I was like I was just trying to figure because there was a lot of clutches I would see on YouTube, you yeah. know, Apple Music, Spotify. Right. So I was like I had to dif- uh, differentiate and then to make sure that people know that I'm a Christian, I'm representing Christ with my music. So that's where that's what I do. That's where I came from. <clears throat> And we're we're here right now, right, man. That's dope. Huh? Yeah, you've been doing music for a lot, you know. So I met you through my guy Ray. Yeah, Ray, shout you know? out, shout yeah. out to him. <clears throat> and you've been doing a lot of videos with him and just going hard. And then that's when I noticed what kind of music he was doing. I'm like, okay, he, he does the Christian rap mm-hmm. and the videos, pretty dope and everything as well. Thought of that's all Ray, man. Yeah, it's just been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like y'all bro brought y'all, brought our um creative minds together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, you know definitely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and it's good to see like how you can be a Christian artist and stuff like that and still like have good quality music and mm-hmm. good quality videos and stuff like that. Um now I wanted to ask y'all, um we gonna we gonna get back. Well, let me just ask y'all this. 
Um, no, matter of fact, I'm gonna get back to that. <laughs> let's, let's go back to the origins. Go ahead, um, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. What was your childhood and household like growing up? Oh man. Um, so my my childhood was a mixed emotion. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for for me, um, uh, so my, my pops. I didn't see I didn't see him until I was like 17 wow. you know wow. so wow. my mom she did everything and it was it was three of or it's four of us my two older brothers and then my little sister um but for a good portion of my childhood it was just kind of like bounced around um we we were homeless for a little while um uh my 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 brother used to make fun of our car it was a station wagon they called it the deep blue sea (laughs) (laughs) and it was loud man so we slept in we slept in there for for a little while um and then we just bounced from homeless shelter to homeless shelter um and then my mom's End up meeting this dude named Will. I think mm-hmm. his name was Will Cunningham. Oh wow! Gave her a crib, okay. and I'm like, bet. All you right. know, she um, moved into that, and the next thing I know, we was moving to Tennessee, and I'm like, dang, we just got established in this house. Right. right. So, um, yeah, like my childhood has been up and down, man. But through it all, man, my mom is the reason I know who Christ is, because. Mm-hmm. Even through everything, through the electricity being off, through her catching city buses, um, through it all, man, she always said, just keep God first. Like, I'm going to continue to keep praying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep fasting. God going to get us through this, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just like, man, why is she trusting in this dude, you know? Yeah. And and it was it was just so mixed for me, you know? And then, um, and then I, I'm going to tell you this story, too, man. This was what really how I knew God was real. I'm... I'm like maybe shoot 10 at the time me and my little sister we got no electricity so we lighting candles man just Mm -hmm. to light the house up and um we made my mom some food we made some noodles and potatoes so we took the potatoes and put it in the ramen noodles so uh (laughs) yeah so never i would have never thought in a million years that the night my mom came home to that meal she had already contemplated on killing herself so she came home to that meal and immediately just start crying because she was like man my kids are who I do this for. And that night was the night that she just was like, you know what? I'm going to just continue to give it all I got. Yeah. Yeah. God is good, man. Indeed. God is good. He knows exactly what we need at the right time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times you don't um, look at the signs and stuff like that, man. He He's, man, that's what's up. No, that's that's a great testimony. Yeah. Now bro. let me let me ask you, yeah, um, when you was going through this, like, because from what you were saying, it sounded like you had a lot of anger. Yeah, built definitely. Up. And um, when did you, when did you like um, like when you that moment when uh, when y'all did that for your mom? Mm-hmm. Did your you know like your attitude change or your mind like set change or what was it like still for you? Honestly, man, I. I didn't know why she was crying, you know, like for me, it was just like she was rejoicing because we had this meal, you know, so we made the most out of what we had. Like, I didn't know growing up that I was broke, like that we was homeless. Like, I didn't know. I just knew I had my big brothers and my little sister and we still going to school. Like, mom still managed to get our clothes clean. Like, we never went to school dirty. So, 
you know, now that I'm older and I look back at it, I was like, dang, we was bums, mm. you know. Yeah. But going, when you going through that, you just like you looking in a sense of my mom was my God because mm. I didn't know God. All I knew was this woman was here to help me and yeah. she was providing for me. So she was my inspiration. So I, I, like I said, it was like a bunch of mixed emotions. Like I didn't know how to feel. I'm just thinking she's just rejoicing because we got some food. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's, that's deep, man. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you, Clutch? How was your childhood? Childhood, childhood, man. So my childhood, man, Um, I mean, I was blessed, so. Uh, I can't compare it to the hardships that Jay Kane has gone through, but I mean, I grew up in Saudi Arabia for the first 15 years of my life. My dad worked there as an engineer mm. in the early 80s, and then he brought my mom over, and that's where I was born, me, my siblings. And so we kind of, they worked for the American oil company there, so, you know, it was pretty nice. Like, they paid for our schooling, everything like that, like, all the way through high school. So they, my parents were able to save up and uh, at least uh, pay for our colleges when we got here. And so, yeah, childhood was good. I had some good friends growing up there. Um, and Saudi Arabia really showed me where it was like different cultures, different religions, different kind of just different types of people where it was like I never saw race as like a thing where I was like, oh, I hate this person because of the skin, uh, color of their skin. Yeah. I was just, we just yeah. loved everybody because like who they were, right? Yeah. And so I come to the States when I was in uh, high school, sophomore year, and then I started learning about the stuff like, oh, like, there's racism in this country so i was like oh wow like i never i never noticed that so I, you see it in the movies but you think it's like overplayed right because right. you're and i never experienced it so i'm like all right, right. cool man then i'm like oh wow there's there's stuff here and even like us as asians we were getting uh you know racist remarks like i remember we were playing basketball one time against this because i went to uh high school at this place in up in fond du lac it's called saint Lawrence seminary it's like a little town outside fondy called mount calvary and so we played the school was all like international people, pretty much. And so we played a bunch of white schools around that area, man. And I remember this one time we were hooping and from the crowds, they were, they were calling out, you know, FOB, which is uh, fresh off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, that's, so, that's and crazy. I was like, yo, what's going on here? But I was like, all right, cool, whatever, you know, what can you do? So, and we were taught, you know, Christian school. We, I was Catholic back then. And so we were, I was taught to be like just, um, you know, respectful, don't say anything like that. And so, yeah, but we just kind of brushed it off. I was like, whatever, you know, it's yeah. all good. <clears throat> now, um, let me ask you, like, what, like, when did, like, what made your parents come back over here? I mean, come over here oh. to my So, wife, my parents Wisconsin. didn't, uh, actually, my parents never came here. They sent us, they sent all their kids to, like, boarding school. Oh, wow. Yeah, so my parents were still working in Saudi Arabia. They sent my sister out to the Philippines for high school, and then she came here for college. They sent me here to a seminary because I was kind of a troubled kid when I was younger. Yeah. I was smoking cigarettes, you know, getting drunk early on. And so my parents saw that and I was originally supposed to go to the Philippines. This is how I know how God, when I look back, it was all God like orchestrating things and making things uh, work. But they were like, you're not going to go to the Philippines because they caught me like a couple months before I was supposed to go there for school. And they're like, if you can get away with this here while we're in the same roof, like what else can you get away with in the Philippines where there's no one there to protect you or right. watch over you? Mm. And, you know, drug problem is a big thing in the Philippines. So I was like, so they were like, you're going to go to the seminary in, uh, in Wisconsin, all boys school, nothing. You're going to live there. I'm like, dang, I'm going to be a priest. I was like, <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. And then I was like, all right, cool. But then I look back, it was God's way of kind of redirecting my path and trying mm -hmm. to show me that he loved me and 
because he brought me here to Wisconsin, and this is where I found Christ, man. Yeah. Not in high school, but in college when I was here in Milwaukee, man. So, all part of God's plan. Yeah, all yeah. part of God's plan. So I'm grateful for that, man. Right. So what was that like for you going to that, you know, the seminary? Like, what was that transition like for you? Uh, it was it was rough in the beginning, you know. Um, you know, I was used to being around my family the whole time, and then you go there, you're a bunch of, around a bunch of strangers that you don't really know, and so you can't really trust anybody. But after the first week, I think, like, I kind of, got into my groove and kind of got into my circle of friends who were like pretty trusting and everybody was kind of like very welcoming over there so it was good and they taught a lot of like social skills where Mm -hmm. they want people to keep talking to you like engage with people people you don't know so yeah then after a while like i just got into the comfortable over there and god took care of the rest man right yeah and that prepared you for a lot too when you think about it like just Mm -hmm. independence being on your own um, just, just a lot of things, man. Like, you know, at that age, you know, a lot of people, I couldn't imagine that, man. Like, to be honest with you. And that shows you that, like, um, you know, your parents weren't the best for you. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, it was yeah. a tough decision for them, too. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, they, they, they did what they felt like was best. And, uh, they still supported, you know, it, you know, they've been a parent, you know? Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Man, that's, that's dope to see, like, hear y'all stories and stuff like that. And, it just showed the type of person y'all is today and like in which y'all been through and stuff like that. Um, you told us you went on your walk with God in twenty thirteen, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. did you start yours? Um, I like to I like to tell people. So I I've always been in church. But the moment that mm-hmm. I really recognized who God was for me in my life, I was I say twenty fifteen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I I wanted to make sure that it was it was real, you know, so like I was doing some searching. I'm like, okay, I tried um, uh, Islam. I even started diving into Buddhism like I was just trying to figure out, okay, what is really going on? Like, why am I only hearing about Jesus when there's so many different other religions out there? And um, and it took for God to really just speak to me through a dream. And I'm like, he's like, this is me. This is who I am. And um, the first time I ever spoke in tongues, it just felt like I was just puking, but it wasn't nothing but words. And I was like, okay, this is where I need to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Amen. Praise God, For sure. That's dope. That's a spiritual gift, too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking in tongues. Now, what made y'all, like, want to, like, go to God and, like, start that journey? Like, you know, like, because, you know, some people, everybody got different stories. Some people got something tragic happen, mm-hmm. or some people just got something, like, they needed some answers, or they just wanted to just, you know, try something different and try God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, For Jake. sure. Yeah. So, I've always known about God, but there was this one situation where um, I tried to be a drug dealer, right? Yeah. So, mm. just doing some stupid stuff. And I'm like, God, if you get me out of this situation, I will forever praise your name. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I know that sounds a little cliche, but no, like no, that's no, that's, real. that's how it was that's for me. Real, yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, if you get me out of this situation, I promise you, you ain't never got to worry about me going back. So yeah. that's how it was for me. And then I was like, a, I was like a heavy, heavy weed smoker. Yeah. So I was like, okay, God, I don't want to do this no more. And immediately the next day, I didn't have a desire for it at all so he was he was constantly revealing himself to me in my most vulnerable state yeah which allowed me to know like okay this is truly god and this is not me Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's how it was for me wow that's deep 
No, that's cool. That's cool. <clears throat> I got you on video too, so I'm gonna send that to you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So for me, um, I was like in college after I got got out of high school. You know, going to a Catholic school. I grew mm-hmm. up Catholic all the time, so I was always at church as well. Uh, but I never really like had that relationship with Christ or just knew who God was. You know, I was just like, oh, we singing songs, we going to church, whatever. And so after seminary, like we would go to church like three times a week. We'd have morning prayer, evening prayer every day. And so mm-hmm. after that, I was like, I'm all churched out, God. Like I was, I, <laughs> like me and my friends were like, I think we got enough credit where we're good for like the next five, ten years where we don't right. go to church, right? And you know, you know, childish uh, thinking. And so when I get to college, you know, you're living the college life. You're having fun. You're smoking, drinking, yeah. sleeping around. And then, but it never really satisfied, you know, like there was always, oh, there's something more. Oh, I can do this. I can keep uh, keep going on this. So I started searching for truth where I was like, like him, like I was just searching other like faiths. I grew up in Islam, like mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia. So I was around that. I grew up around Buddhists, you know, all that stuff. But I was like, oh, let me find out what is the truth. Because I... I started thinking, I'm like, I'm getting older. I'm scared to die. I don't want to die. What happens after death? Like, what's going to happen? Like, we all die. So I'm like, what's happening after that? So I started searching, like, oh, maybe Islam is telling the truth. Or maybe Buddhism is telling the truth. Or maybe some other religion is telling the truth, right? And so then I was, after a while, I was even thinking, like, oh, maybe they're all combined together. You know, we all think that, like, oh, they all coexist. They're all the same way, uh, you know. Uh, So I was, like, just searching for that truth. And in in, in the Bible, it says, like, you know, seek him and you will find him. You know, if you're genuinely seeking God, like he will reveal himself to you. So I was searching the truth and I was blessed to have one of my high school buddies. He became a born again Christian before me, probably like a year or two before. And then I met another guy, uh, you know him, Ted Jones. Uh, He was a rapper that I met in college and he was always about Jesus, always telling me about Jesus. And, you know, we would have these spiritual discussions where I'd be like, nah, it's not Jesus, man. Like, it could be other things, though. And he's always yeah, like, yeah. nah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> and so I got fed up. I was like, whatever, man. So we'd get into heated arguments. But it was just one thing. It was just one day where I went to a J. Cole concert, right? And it's funny. This happened at the rave. And my guy Ted Jones was on his way there. And he was like, I was like, all right, cool, man. Come on. You know, I'm with my girl over there. And he was like, I was like, bro, you got your ticket? And he was like, "No, nah, I don't got my ticket. I'll get it at the door." I was like, "I was like, bro, it's J. Cole, man. You got, you should have had, been, you know, been had your ticket. Yeah, like, ticket right yeah, now. it's gonna be sold out, bro." But he's like, "No, don't worry, man. God is gonna make a way." So I was like, "All right, man. Whatever, whatever you say, bro." So, you know, he gets there. He's the <laughs> last, last person walking, right? Gets through. You guys have been to the rave, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was. Oh no. I've been no. To- okay. Okay. <laughs> well, so when you get into the rave, there's a security checkpoint. They check you in, and they pat you down, and all that stuff, and then you walk up to the stairs. And then there's a ticket guy, and he checks your ticket, right? Mm. And he and so my guy gets through, and I'm waiting for him there, right there at the ticket guy. And the guy goes, where's your ticket? And Ted's like, uh, I don't got it. They said they were sold out. And I was like, bro, like I told you this, man. Like You should just go home. I'll meet you there later or whatever. And the guy goes, just come on in, bro. And so from that moment, my eyes were like open. I was like, oh, wow, God is good, bro. <laughs> and then yeah. and Ted was like, that's the first time you ever said that, Jeff. And I was like, it made me think. I'm like. That is the first time I ever said that. Like, why Why is God good? And so it made me think. And then that concert that I was at, J. Cole, his album was called Born Sinner. Mm. And so I was like putting the pieces together. Well, God was putting it for me. And I was like, Born Sinner, that's me. That's all of us. Like, we all bor- we're all born sinners. And we need Jesus to save us. So after that day, I started reading the Bible daily. And Bible verses that I used to read back in high school started coming to life. And I'm like, 
the word is actually alive. That's why it says when you read it, it comes to life to you, and the Holy Spirit reveals stuff. And I was like, man, God, yeah. thank you. <laughs> that, that's dope, man. Um, thank you. And it'd be those times like that, just to, those small things to show you, and like you know, like to, to put that in your head, like, man, wait a minute. Yeah. Maybe this is. This like, is you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. This is it. Like you know <laughs> what I'm saying? It. And it's a lot of things you're going through. It's just like. Mm-hmm. daily reminder like how good god is because a lot of times we overlook that but it's also the thing like um it's called planting seeds like yeah. with people around you they'll plant seeds and that harvest might not come right away you know but the holy spirit waters it and then eventually someday it's just gonna click all click and so that's what happened with me and that's what happens with a lot of people man like that's why sometimes when we get into conversations with people and we're trying to convert them or tell them about jesus and mm-hmm. then sometimes i used to get really angry i'm like you gotta believe in jesus man and they're like no nah, i don't want to believe in jesus i'm like all right cool man so but then i just got to realize like it's not our jobs to change them it's okay. the holy spirit's job to change them and then you just let him do his work our job is just to be obedient and to, to, to tell them about jesus and yeah. then those seeds are planted and they get watered and eventually something happens man yeah. right and i like i like to crack a joke too man about like i was a sheltered sinner you know like oh, I, yeah, god yeah. didn't really allow me to get too far mm-hmm. you know because if i would have got too far i think um i don't i don't know if i would have ever gotten back to him oh, so yeah, like yeah. he he literally like sheltered me like I couldn't do what everybody else did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was something that always happened, like the car breakdown, or um, I'll get a phone call from my mom, like, "Oh, I got an uneasy feeling. Don't go." Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, never, yeah. I, I never had that experience where I could really just say, "Oh, yeah, I was out there." Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, even yeah. the little short stint of me trying to sell weed or whatever, it was like a week and a half. Oh, okay, man, damn, <laughs> like, bro. Like, I never really got a chance to be an actual sinner. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, no, I mean, you sin other ways. You yeah, know? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I've had fights and stuff, but, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I never got a chance to really, um, like, even in college, man, like, I feel like God wouldn't allow me to sleep around. You mm, know, like, okay. I was purposely with, like, one woman throughout my entire college stint, you know? That's and it awesome, was just kind of like... And when I hear other people, I'm like, dang, it sounds fun, you know? It sounds fun. It's, it sounds fun. It sounds but fun, but then when man. you come into the realization and the knowing of who Christ is, you're like, dang, that's crazy. No, you no, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the things that was so pleasing to the flesh then is like, now it's like, oh, shoot. I, forgive me, Lord. I didn't realize I did that. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you, you go through every day just like, God, forgive me for that. Like, stuff will come in my head, and I'm like, oh, that's right. I, forgive me, Lord. Like, you don't realize how much you really sinned against God until you come into a relationship with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, I think Paul says it best where he's like, um, you don't know you're a sinner until you look at the law. Mm. You see all the sins, the the commands that you've broken. You're like, dang, God, like, I really did that. Like, right. I, really, <laughs> I really committed adultery. I really got uh, <laughs> stolen. I really, like took your name in vain and all this stuff and I'm like god dang thank you for your grace man thank you for your love cuz we don't deserve it man for sure yeah and he, he comes through man but I like what you said like even in college yeah in college I was like uh I was a uh, like first couple weeks I already hooked up with a girl and we were dating for like probably like 10 years man mm. but I had my in-betweens there where we would break up then I'd meet some other girl and then I was like ah oh, nah it's cool I go back to the same girl oh, and stuff like that man but it was like like you said it never satisfied like oh yeah, yeah I, I want I want another girl and then you go and then you're like nah it's not really it I want to go back to the other one 
Then you're like, oh, I want another girl. Like, no, nah, it doesn't really work, man. And God, yeah. and God really reveals, like, I'm the only one that can really satisfy yeah. and give you that fulfillment. And so, yeah, man. But it's a process for a lot of people, too, you know. I know, I remember when I first came to Christ in 2013, uh, I was smoking a lot of weed. Uh, and I was even dealing, too. Um, but I was just mainly dealing with, like, my friends, you know. Like, yeah. I wasn't, like, out there, like, hey, yo, I'm the, I'm the guy, bro. Like, it's just right. my, my close friends. Um but so I wasn't really convicted to stop smoking. Like I just kept going. Like, but I was I was so joyful to just know the Lord. I was yeah. like, Yo, man, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And so I was still living in that grace. But I know uh, the way the Holy Spirit works is that He st- slowly convicts you of certain things in your life. Like mm-hmm. it's a process for for uh, most people. And so for me, it started with like getting drunk and going to parties a lot. Like He was like, That's not it for you. And I never really felt at home anyway when I would go to parties and yeah. drink. Like I felt kind of out of place. Like try just trying to fit into this crowd that was not really good for you, you know. Yeah. Everyone's getting trashed, hung over the next day. <laughs> like you guys can't can't barely function, and then you you know, and you go repeat that the next day. I'm like, nah, that's not really me. So I stopped that, and then eventually he got me where he was like, oh, I want I want you to stop having sex, you know. And I remember like, this might be a little too graphic, but hey, we're here on the Rick Taylor <laughs> podcast, man. <laughs> so it happened during like. A moment with me and my girlfriend i was just thinking in my head like i was like this is this is not it like this is it doesn't feel good it's not what god intended and god was convicting me at that moment like yo this is not how it's supposed to be man right. and so i was he got that out of my life and then eventually the weed and the dealing like i'll be thankful like i stopped smoking weed probably for sure for sure like i was on and off but for sure for sure last year march so i've been like we're on like 11 months now bro and i got like i said like no desire to go back like yeah. I, i'm like i'm good man like i'm good like i'm getting high off the lord man and that's another thing too bro um like i even through the times where everybody was going clubbing and stuff like yeah, yeah, i yeah. always ended up being the designated driver yeah, yeah so yeah, i yeah. i never got to experience you know being drunk or being oh, hungover lucky, none of that bro. like i was always the designated <laughs> driver lucky, bro. you ain't missing nothing too much man you ain't missing nothing bro you just missed man i remember one couple nights bro like i blacked out like blacked out drunk and i wake up in my bed and i'm like how the heck did i get home bro and i'm like when I look back, I was like, that's God's grace to get me home. I look at my car outside. It's like, it's dented a little bit. Like, I hit some stuff. I'm like, bro, I could have died last night. Yeah. I could have killed someone. And the guy was like, I was watching over you, man. But, like, you got to get your stuff together, man. Yeah. And yeah. when I look back, I'm yeah. like, damn. That's God, how I thank be. you. <laughs> that's how I be, man. We be blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> now, um, how is that lifestyle? Like, you know, just being on your walk with God. Because, you know, mm. growing up, a lot of people look at people who go to church like, oh, they can't do this. They can't wear this. They can't listen to this or watch this. Like, how, like let us just clear that up for the people. Like, how is it? Do y'all still watch certain shows or certain movies? I mean, That's I'm pretty sure there's certain music you don't listen to. Like, what is the lifestyle of being born again? Like, is it kind of similar to the world? Like, you know, things you used to kind of do somewhat? Mm. I mean, it does say in the scripture you don't want to conform to the world. You want to be transformed by the word and re- by the renewing of your mind so you can't be like the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say is that I mean I still watch some secular TV shows you know but I'm careful with them as well you know where I'm like alright if there's like a a really graphic scene in there I'm like alright I'm just not looking or I'm fast forwarding you know like um, 
if there's some artist that I used to listen like Eminem, I used to listen to him a lot, but he was my big influence as far as hip hop or Drake or even like so when they come up with a new song, I'll take a listen the first time, but then after a while I'm like, yeah, this is not really godly, so I'm not going to listen to it again right. versus before I would bump that for like a good couple months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm like, no, nah, it's okay. I'm good. And so stuff like that and so um but I think it's different for each person, man. I think you just got to make sure that um you're always putting God first and you're obeying his commands that is to love God and to love others as yourself. Right. And then once you when you, once you put those things in your heart, uh you're going to not want to do the things that are displeasing to God. Mm-hmm. And so you just operate from there. I was told like, you know, you do like you, of course, you don't do the same stuff. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Say, for instance, certain things. If you haven't been convicted for it, you do until you feel convicted. Like, oh yeah, this ain't the Holy Spirit. Yeah, because yeah, well, well, you yeah. put conviction in your heart. Like this ain't what you're supposed to be doing. Probably. Yeah. Does it work like because you can't of? tell you can't tell people like I stopped smoking weed, right? But I, yeah. if I have a Christian friend who's still smoking weed, right? Um, I can't be like, yo, you. I could tell him like, educate him like, yo, this is not what God wants you to do. But I can't tell him you gotta stop, otherwise, you know, you're going to hell or something like that. Because mm-hmm. maybe the Holy Spirit's working in him in a different, on his, he's on a different journey, right? Do you think by smoking weed you can go to hell? It depends on. Uh, I mean, I just go with the verses where it says you got to be sober minded, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. But Jay King could probably explain some more. Yeah. yeah. So, so for me. Nothing, nothing changes outside of the people who um, once had that powerful influence over me. So and what I mean by that, the ones who would be like, hey, let's go hit the club. Hey, let's go do this. Mm-hmm. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. So now that um, I am saved, you know, they don't really bother me. You know what I mean? And I always tell them, like, come on, bro. You you keep inviting me knowing knowing that I'm not right. in that realm right. anymore. Yeah. Um, but as far as like shows and stuff. Um, one of the things that I try to stay away from is like those um, poacher guys and demonic possession. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like, not watch horror movies at all. Yeah, bro. so no. like those I don't even are the, like watching that. I never even like watching yeah. that when I wasn't even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those those are the ones I really um, stay away from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was I can't remember the name of the movie, but I was really compelled to go watch that movie. And I'm like, why? Why do I want to watch this? And I'm glad I did because I didn't realize. Um, how blasphemous Hollywood is mm-hmm. like they put it in there that you, they were just saying a whole bunch of stuff that was demoralizing to the Christian faith like how they were bashing Jesus and everything and I'm like ah so this is why I was sent in here to watch this and then now I know what to pray for over um, the people that are in um, the ministry that I'm in or the world at large yeah. because once that's out there you know I, I believe in the transferring of spirits you know I believe that um, these demons can hop into yeah, different people. That's facts. So if you're not prayed up and you you don't know what to um, constantly petition the throne of God for, you know how would you know what's happening to somebody who you encounter? Amen. So in my line of work, um, I also work um, at U.S. Cellular too. So I'm constantly encountering people who are inquiring about on accident. Here's the thing, though. They always come in on accident. They be like, man, God is good. And I hear that. And you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, like, man. Talk to this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about Jesus? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, and then before I know it, man, I've been done witness to this person for about 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and and that's why it's important like like uh, St. Clutch was saying, like it's important for you to kind of shield, shield your spirit from certain things mm-hmm. because if your spirit is not right, then you can also um, 
give your opinion rather than the word of God. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a rough world to you know because like the world is, it looks great, man. Yeah. Everything looks great in the world, but it's like we live. I always try to remind myself, and the word says it. It's like you gotta live for heavenly things, like for mm-hmm. heavenly rewards. So, you know, it's I mean, it's great to strive for things here to accomplish goals and whatnot. I'm not saying don't do that, man, right. or even get get money. You know, like the Bible talks about money a lot, man. It doesn't mm-hmm. say, but it says the love of money is what is the root of all evil. Yeah. So if you love it more. Uh, than God or anything else, it becomes your idol. And, uh, you know, regardless if you're a Christian or not a Christian, we all worship something in this world, whether it's ourselves, you know, money, our spouses, family, whatever it is, or God, you know. you right. got to choose something you worship. And so I'm just choosing to worship God, and God has laid out how to live the life that he wants us to live. And it's not to yeah. hold us back. It's to give us the best life possible. Right. And so... Yeah, man. Yeah. You're going to learn that, though, when you become a parent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah man. <laughs> and then, and then to, to answer your question, I don't think yeah. I answered your question. So I still, I mean, I still go bowling. I still yep. go skating. I still go to the movies. Like, it's crazy well, because. I know that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, but that's no, cool. But no, yeah. but there are some people out there that, some some real radicals out there that says, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. no, that's, that's against God. Yeah, like, yeah, they don't yeah, want they you are, to yeah, have yeah. fun. So, like, I mean, it's crazy because ever since I've been saved, bro, I've been able to travel a lot more than I did when I wasn't saved Amen. because I put my treasures into other things that wouldn't really benefit me. Yep. So, like, mm-hmm. it's crazy because, you know, people, there are people out there where they're like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. That's against God, you know. But, no, I still have fun, man. Like, yeah. I, I, shoot, I was supposed to take my kids sledding today, but... Uh, the snow end up well, melting more yeah. than what I needed it to. You know, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. like when people I mean, it's like, good, but no. you know, like when people hear church or stuff like that, people always be like, they always try to take the fun out of like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, I mean, you know what's right and what's wrong. You know, kind of, yeah, yeah. you, you kind of like got a sense of it. Some stuff you probably don't, but some stuff you for sure know. The main things. The main <clears> yeah, things, the main yeah. things. Like, ain't nothing wrong with going bowling and going, you know, doing certain things. It's an activity. It's an event. Yep. As long as it ain't got nothing to do with being negative or something like that, I, I feel like it should be nothing wrong. Like, I used to always wonder, like, can you still watch your shows like Power and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that? <laughs> okay. It's the thing, though. If you watch those shows and you're not feeling any conviction from the Lord, then yet, by yeah. all means, watch it, you know, because yeah. maybe you're learning some stuff from it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and it could be, like you said, it could be a conversation piece with, like, someone who you, like, randomly walk into, like, he says he works at U.S. Cellular. Like I, I work part time, like twice a week at a restaurant, my friend's restaurant, and uh, I run into people there all the time. Where I'm wearing like Christian stuff, apparel, and they're like, "Oh, nice shirt or whatever." And then, oh yeah, we get to talking, and I'm like, "Oh, do you believe in God?" Yeah. I'm like, "Oh yeah." And next thing I know, it's like 20, 30 minutes. We're talking about God. I'm ministering <laughs> yeah, to that, yeah. and I'm like, "I'm like, so why do you believe in God?" They're like, "Oh, because I go to church." I'm like, uh, "But that's not it. And like, you got to know who God is. Like, how do you know? Do you read your Bible?" They're like. No, we just listen to the to the priest. I'm like, you got to read your Bible so you know what your priest is saying is true. Otherwise, you could be led astray. Right. And they're like, oh, well, all deep. religions are, are right. I'm like, all religions can't be right. They can all be wrong. They can't all be right. There's one truth. So you got to. Yeah. So it's just whatever you get your mind on. Like, but you could start with that conversation with like some random person. Hey, do you watch Power? Oh yeah, I watch Power and blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden it just moves into like a spiritual conversation. Yeah. You're like, oh hey, let me talk. As soon as you get that moment where he's like, God is good. You're like, oh, I'm in there, bro. <laughs> so basically, so basically, like turning your life over to God is not hard as people try to make it seem. Well, it's not as it's. Still I wouldn't say hard. easy. No, no, no. It's still hard, and uh, even Jesus says it's like in this life you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. So. 
we're still gonna have trials tribulations yeah, oh yeah. we're still gonna go through struggles we still we're still i still have times where i doubt god where I, I i get mad at god where i get disappointed at god and you know right now i'm reading the book of job and just to give me some better perspective on it and to remind me that you know job was a blessed guy and then god took it all away from him and in the beginning, Job was faithful. He was like, oh, I'm still going to worship God. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just hearing somebody talk about this. I, uh-huh. I think my pastor was talking about this last week. And he, when he was like, Job was like, uh, the guy made a bet with the devil. Yeah, yeah. well, Job not a was, bet. Yeah. Well, not a bet, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, he, he, like, he got so much faith in Job that yeah, he yeah, won't yeah, turn yeah. from He him. won't turn, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Job, in the beginning, he was just, like, his, his kids just died. And the first thing he did was, like, he went to go worship, uh, worship God. I was like, wow, like, if... That happened to me. I'd be like, God, why, man? Yeah. What yeah. the heck, yo? What's going on? And so he was like, so Job went there first, and then he started getting sores all over his body. And then, so later on in the story, Job starts to question God a little bit. He's like, it's better off if I just die, Lord. Like, it's take me out, man. Take me out. And then God just gives him the perspective where it's like, who are you to question me? Like, I created the heavens and the earth. Like, I am the alpha, the omega. I, like, you are just in this little piece of time like i'm outside of time i i like i can do whatever like and you're like it really puts into perspective like we're nothing out here mm-hmm. we're just merely dust so mm-hmm. everything that god gives us is a blessing so and when i think about those things i'm just like man like thank you jesus thank yeah. you god man yeah yeah, yeah. and and, it, and it, can, it, it can be easy if you are obedient though yeah so and i think i think for most people Excuse me. Mm -hmm. I think for most people, the reason why it's so hard is because they've been they've developed a habit of doing things their way for so long. Yeah. So it's like it's like making macaroni. Right. You constantly going in the kitchen, making the same macaroni. And then all of a sudden somebody tells you, oh, add milk. I ain't add milk to my macaroni. You know what I mean? It's like you've been doing it for. Yeah. You've been doing it for so long. And then somebody say, oh, try Jesus. And then when you try Jesus and he's telling you that what you've been doing for this is wrong, that is wrong, that is wrong. They're like, man, I'm cool. I'm going to continue to do what I want to do because it conflicts with the flesh. And I think that's what makes it hard is because they've they've gone complacent in what they've been doing. It's like, okay, I'm trusting in myself. I got myself this far. Why do I need Jesus? You know? So... No, that's good. That's that's facts, man. That's good. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's good. It's good information to know because it's like people like myself and other people who always question or want to know about you know church and God and stuff like that that you should be able to give them or you just like you know they want to act sometimes. But some people be scared to act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like you seen when I put on Facebook. Um, about the zodiac signs, and I yeah, got a yeah, lot of yeah, backlash. Yeah, yeah. From Everybody was going. I was like, bro, yeah. I was like, what the heck? Like, okay, what's y'all take on the zodiac signs? Because I see a lot of people just like so big into zodiac signs. It's kind of weird. Like, damn, where did this come from? All these zodiac signs. Yeah, I mean, I, you already kind of know my viewpoint. My yeah. viewpoint is like anything that's not in in the Bible is is demonic, is witchcraft, and all that thing. And it says there to avoid those things, you know, because those could become idolatry. And you know, people use zodiac signs to. I don't know, like to figure out their personality, yeah. to figure out stuff about what's going to happen the next day, horoscopes, like, you know, tarot cards, all that stuff, crystal ball readings, like that's them that accessing like uh, demonic, you know, demonic spirits, man, mm-hmm. pretty much. And so they kind of represent demonic spirits too, you know, like, I don't know about Zodiacs, but I, I know one thing, like this is kind of my theory and I don't know if it's true or not, but, you know, like in the days of Noah, there were like giants and all this stuff and Nephilim that this is when like the angels 
started mating with humans mm-hmm. and they started creating these like superhumans pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that that's where um, like the the stories of like Zeus, Hercules, all mm-hmm. these all these like gods or whatever that we learned about in high school, like that's that's where they came from because of those uh, those beings during that time. And so they kind of just passed through, but they're just demonic things, you know, came from the uh, fallen angels that just made it with humans. So I'm mm-hmm. like, anything that's not biblical, that's not according to God's word, you know, it's it's best to just stay away from it. And so, yeah, just like I said, being obedient to it, man. Yeah. And then a lot of times, too, when you start tapping into that type of stuff, mm. it it gives you, um, it, it kind of pulls you away from the word of God. Yep. So, like, I got a family member who wakes up and checks their horoscope before they do anything. Yeah. And that okay. horoscope, yeah, that horoscope, whatever it is for that day, kind of determines her whole day. Wow. Like, um, if That's if crazy. she say, if, if uh, so say she's a Scorpio, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Scorpios and Aries don't get along. Yeah. She'll avoid you. She'll ask you first, like, what's your zodiac? Oh, I'm an Aries. Oh, nope. I can't deal with you. I hate when people. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. when people do that. Like, how are you gonna base me <laughs> off of a zodiac? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. You could be walking out on your blessing, or somebody is supposed to be in your exactly, life. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Zodiac sign. That's why God wants us to have a relationship, and it's relationship yeah. with Him and relationship with others. Like, how do you get to know people if you're just mm-hmm. shutting them off right away? You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, man, that's crazy. I've never been big into uh, Zodiac. I didn't even Me care either. for it. I mean, I was a little bit when I was not saved. And uh, sad to say, I got a Scorpio tattoo on my uh, <laughs> on my freaking chest, man. So I'm waiting for the... I mean, thankfully, yeah, like on my tats, like, they, you can't see them, man. So I'm waiting to the day that uh, I can get this laser removed, guys. But yeah. <laughs> until that day, bro, God's grace is sufficient. Yeah. All right. Now, let's get into the music. Um, you guys been doing music for a while now. How long you been doing music? For me, you said when did you say how long you've been doing? Uh, it's going on twelve years now. Okay, oh dope. Yeah. yeah, so like six years for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, do you guys like ever almost like get like sidetracked to be like one to give up? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, definitely. Because I remember you was like back. I remember you from back in the day. You was going on tours, going out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, was yeah. really pushing it. No, man. yeah, we were doing something. We were opening up at the rave yeah. and all this stuff. Like we had like plenty of shows, but I mean, I was doing more. I was I wasn't doing Christian music that back then, so. When I started doing Christian music and I put the saint in front, God was kind of like resetting me. He's like, "All right, you learned all those lessons. You know, you know how to be an artist now, and I want you to be a Christian, and then combine those two. Now you can be a real influence for my people and bring mm-hmm. people to, uh, to me." So I was like, mm-hmm. "All right, God." So now that's why um, at my church, I told him earlier, I'm like, I'm part of the choir, I'm part of the worship team, and so it's crazy how God got me, He moved me from those stages to now I'm at the church stages where I'm like influencing the you know the congregation and stuff and then last week i did a an open mic at my guy's church and um you know it was just around their young adults ministry and you know i did my raps and people were like damn i didn't know you rap bro i was like you know man i do it a little here and there man nothing too major but uh it's just crazy how god works he's like he he prepares you beforehand and then he's gonna propel you to what he what he's called you to do but you just got to be obedient you got to listen to him and follow his plan because like i said our ways they end up in dead ends, man. But you follow his ways, and it's always better than what you could ever imagine. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, I had one of those moments here recently where I was like, okay, look, man, I done, 
I done done music for some of everybody. Like I done, mm. I did a mixtape with K Drama. I opened up for Jason. Like I, like man, what else do I need to do? Like I done done some stuff for like some big ticket names, you know. And um, I recently, like uh, this, this December of last year, I was like, you know what? I'm cool. I'm done with the music. Um, yeah. I, everybody tells me I'm good at it, but I'm not seeing anything from it. And then my boy calls me the very moment that I'm I'm talking to God. I'm like, man, I'm done with this. He literally calls me within that same hour, tells me he's in the Uber and somebody's listening to my music on iTunes. And I was like, I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. He's like, all right, cool. If it's worth it's worth it. It's worth it, man. I'm gonna do it. That's yeah, I mean that's but that's a God wink. He's like, I still got you, man. Like it's still working. Yeah, absolutely. He's just always like but then you know when you dodge it's like just it's always on his time and you're like mm-hmm. god i know why do you got to make it so long god like you know because we're impatient as people we just want it right now and mm-hmm. especially in this culture it's like instant gratification yeah you know, we want that right away yeah. you know and i want to ask y'all man like us uh, being artists you know I, how hard it is to be an artist already but mm-hmm. the fact that y'all are christian artists and christian rappers you know how hard is it hard to make that name or make that mark or is it just like that's just looking at it from a world's perspective where like y'all got y'all thing and y'all y'all genres. Yeah, what do you mean by Mark though? Yeah. Like uh like you know, um say for instance, everybody looking at what the world like like you know, you see what you hear on the radio, it's either <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. guns, drugs, women, sex oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like is it hard competing with that, like with the music you guys make? Go ahead, Jake. Well, yes and no. Mm-hmm. So um and the reason the reason why I say yes is because the platform that they're on, it's acceptable, right? Yeah. So, and the reason why I say no is because I go to all these different um, open mic sessions, like he was just saying, and um, I glorify God no matter who's in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And every time I do that, people be like, oh my God, I didn't know Christian rap could be this dope. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, yeah. like, for, yeah. for, for me... Um, and I'll just and I'll just say all glory to to God that no matter where I go, um, it, and it's it's not about competition. I don't I don't believe in competition mm-hmm. at all. But no matter where I go, I've always kind of been the pe- best person in the room, mainly because I, I first of all I pray before I get up there and I make sure I say God, these are your people. You give mm-hmm. me the words to say. And if there's one person in here that is touched by what I've done, my job is done. So um, it's it, it it can be um, hard, mm-hmm. but I I've, I believe in taking the worldly beats and putting. Yeah a godly message on top of it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Christian yeah. music for years used to be deemed as corny because of the beat selection. And then people were literally putting sermons in raps and trying to force feed people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, you can hurt a lot of people by doing that, especially when you don't have a clear sight of your faith walk, mm-hmm. you know? So um, if you are um, strong in your faith, and your relationship with Christ is right. He's going to guide you and he's going to present you before the people he needs you to impact. Amen. So that's how I look at it. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's facts, man. I mean, it's yeah, it is it is a little bit hard, but mm-hmm. like I said, uh like he said too, it's like um you're we're also carving up our own niche, you know, like we we got our own lane, so we like I'm not really worried about worldly things as far as like, oh I don't I I got to be top 10. I got to sell this many right. records to be like I'm just like like he said like if 
if just one person hears a song and they're like yo that that helped me out man that 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 yeah. helped me in my situation like yo that that's a that's a blessing man yeah, it even man. says in the in the word is like heaven rejoices when over one sinner that repents than over 99 righteous people you know so i'm like yo like if one person just hears the word through your music and they're like touched by it like that's a win bro and mm-hmm. that's a that's a win for the lord so it's like you just got to do you just got to do you focus on your uh, your walk with god and he's going to lead you to the right opportunities the right doors and he's going to make he's going to get all the glory he just wants to make sure he gets all the glory because mm-hmm. the one thing that i do get uh tempted with a lie with the devil is like he's like oh like now get the praise for you you know like oh they're they're praising you man like take it take it all in and i'm like no all glory to god man like it's always all glory to god man so it's like right yeah and, I was dope. and another thing too and while while we're on that while he's uh in that same vein it's it's also a lot harder too when you have people who are in that platform or on that platform mm-hmm. who has made a name for themselves in the Christian mm-hmm. um, rap community, I guess, um, and say they're in this city, right? They don't necessarily want to work with you um, because you don't have the, the the followers. Like, your follower count is low. Like, what does my follower count have to do with us coming together collectively and advancing the kingdom? Mm-hmm. So, that's and that's another thing, too. So, not only do you have to kind of bump elbows with the 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 secular music yeah mainstream but you also have to try to bump elbows with people who feel like they arrived in that area and don't want to work with you um for two reasons one either they look at you as a threat because you're better than them or two you don't have that follower account and that's that's where i have a problem at because i don't care if you got one follower if you got something to say and god is giving you something Come on, let's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean, and that's that's how it's always that's been cool. for me. No, that's respectable, man. I mean, like you said, the Christian industry is uh, it's another it's another animal in itself. Mm-hmm. Where it's like there's gatekeepers, there's yep. people like holding you back. Where it's like, and uh, and I get it in the business sense. Like obviously, like Lecrae, he's not just gonna work with any <laughs> any rapper. Like he's gonna make sure that his image. Like I'm not working with this guy. Like. And for me, it's just kind of the same thing where it's like, I'll work with anyone, but I got to make sure, first of all, that you are actually w- uh, walking with God. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, that you can actually rap. Because if <laughs> right. you can't rap, but if you got a good walk with the Lord, but you can't rap, like, hey, man, we yeah. can have Bible studies, bro. Like, we'll talk about the Lord, <laughs> yeah. bro. We'll go, let's go evangelize, yo. But I mean, we can't be on the same song if you can't rap, you know right. what I'm saying? That so, too. That too. so I'm like, all right, cool. Let's make sure you got the skills. If you don't got the skills, hey, let's work on them, bro. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine it was really like still hard, even with y'all genre. Like you know, it's just period. As with anything, it's gonna be kind of mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you got other artists and other people competing for the same thing or trying to do what you're trying to do, yeah. you yeah. know, stuff like that. And uh, let me ask you this: like, um, does it get like have anybody like like with the beats you use? You said you take modernized beats now or worldly beats and put like a good message from um, you know God and stuff in it. Do people like give y'all backlash like? Oh, that beat is too worldly, or or something like that. That's a worldly, because I never really understood that. I mean, you can go first. No, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> so I mean, my thing is like, I don't actually believe that any of these beats are. I think all beats, all music created, whether it's hip hop, pop, jazz, whatever it is, it's if it's the instrumental by itself, like it, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's the lyrics that comes in that that changes it. So yeah. if I'm if it's a trap beat and I'm rapping about guns and all this stuff, like obviously it's bad. If it's a pop beat, jazz beat, country beat, 
and you're rapping about the same things like it's it's trash you know like mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not what uh what's glorifying god but if you're rapping about god glorifying god or even just like you know positive things like how to love like a, your wife properly you know uh-huh. stuff like that like i think those are things that are okay and it makes it uh, pleasing to god pretty much so i think the beat really doesn't really matter mm-hmm. but as far as you just uh the lyrics that you put in there the substance that you got in there so that's my take yeah so you're you're 100 percent correct but i did it wrong so mm-hmm. when i first started i would take secular beats and get the instrumentals of that secular song mm-hmm. and um i would be i would rap my version to that song and yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when i started getting backlash so i was like you know what skip this i'm not doing this i was early on doing that and i'm like mm-hmm. man i'm not doing this because they trying to say i'm trying to be like this person right. so know, then yeah. i just started just buying my own beats yeah. and and once i bought the beats like don't get me wrong when i first started rapping i was trash <laughs> yeah, yeah i think <laughs> like, we all were man like, we no. all were nobody comes Everybody out hot come on five years. Years. nobody comes out hot like i'm talking trash bro yeah. so then um it's kind of like it's kind of like as you mature in life even with the music and your flow and all of that you got you got to find your niche yeah. and once you do that this is who you are um, you you get that down packed, and then now you have to create this lane for yourself. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that, that's how it was for me. Like, and you're right. Like I said, it's it's not about the beat; it's about the words. Yeah. But yeah. um, a lot of times too, um, it's a uh, muscle memory, right? So if somebody hear that uh Kanye West flashing lights beat. Soon as I put that on and say, okay, Jesus, Jesus, whatever, whatever, they first thing they're gonna think of, oh, this Kanye beat. You know what I mean? They're not yeah, gonna yeah. think about me. They're yeah, gonna yeah, think yeah, about Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and that's that's true, because I one of my guys, his name is Biddle, and he's actually blown up on like TikTok and stuff and Instagram. Uh, and I met him at my church. And I was like, bro, you look familiar, man. He's like, Yeah, are you the guy on TikTok? He's like, Yeah. So he's got like one point six million followers there. But wow. he did some stuff with like um um like secular beats like he'd break into he's the guy like if you guys have been on tiktok and you've seen the trend where people are like rapping in other people's studio type Mm -hmm. stuff like he started that trend bro Mm -hmm. so like he's he's really a trendsetter so he did that for a minute but then he stopped doing that those remixes because that's all people wanted from him they're like yo Mm -hmm. where's the next remix like why don't you do this song and he's like i got original music man why don't you listen to that (laughs) and they're like nobody listened to that so you don't want to box yourself in to the yeah. point like I, it's, I think it's okay to do a couple of remixes here and there like I've done a couple of them but you don't want to box yourself into that point where it's like that's all I'm, I'm known for you know right, like, yeah, I'm, wanna, I'm known you for know. something else man yeah. so <clears throat> now um two more questions for y'all yeah 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 like the gospel rap scene like I don't think people really understand how big that is cause oh, I, yeah. I could be I, cause I didn't understand that I remember there was this one rapper named Bizzle he, I don't know yeah. if he's still rapping. Got over money, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I still like, out there. I like his, I like his flow and everything. He got a good flow. And then Lecrae, and then I was like, man, it's dope. But you can hear artists that sound like this, and like, um, you know, they ain't they ain't cussing, they ain't talking about nothing negative, and they really got some good bars, and the yeah. song is good. It's good mm-hmm. to hear that. Now, like, um, what? Who are some good artists or that that people should know about that we don't know about? Man, there's okay. So Christian hip hop was really blown up, like you said, in like the last. I would say the last eight maybe 10 years the yeah. most but yeah. they even got drill christian rap too i've seen yeah 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 they, I, I seen I, 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 I can't remember who it yeah, was but there yeah. is yeah so i mean i would say lecrae is obviously the top he's like the jay-z of the christian hip-hop mm-hmm. um but yeah bizzle is one of them but there's also andy minio uh there's Hulvy, there's kieran the light who is like 
fire. Like his yeah. his his raps are like sermons, man. Yeah. When, they, when you read when yeah. you listen to it, it's like, dang, that convicted me. Hey, y'all gonna have to, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> y'all gonna have to text me some of these people. Man. Yeah, I'll text yeah. you. Uh, we'll put the list on. And then, oh, yeah. but yeah, there's Kieran the Light. There's uh, Christopher Sincere. There's um, man, there's so many. There's Pisco Music. There's um, Miles Minnick or something. I can't really uh, remember his name, but it starts with Miles, and he just did a song with Lecrae right now, and his story was crazy like he just he quit his job and then he started doing music full-time and got open doors and he just bought his first house with strictly off music doing christian music bro so i'm like so there's some good hip-hop christian hip-hop out there man i'll send you a whole list yeah i need a list because sometimes you know i don't really listen to a lot of like hip-hop i mean i do listen a lot of hip-hop now and stuff like that but sometimes i'll be like i want to listen to something different bro if i send (laughs) you listen to instrumentals (laughs) or some smooth stuff if i send you my playlist bro you ain't gonna listen to any more regular hip-hop bro you gotta be like all right i need this i need these guys now bro okay that could work yeah dude now let me ask y'all my final question for y'all man um how does it feel to see you guys where y'all at right now Versus where y'all was before y'all got with God. Have y'all ever seen like? Do you ever look back like, man, I I've ne- I I didn't see this. This was what God had in store for me if I would have known. Like, it's just good to see this, mm. man. Yeah, um, it's a deep question. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Uh, gotta have it deep for the last. <laughs> yeah. So Google Memories always remind me. Yeah. You know, like every oh, wow. every year, this day you were doing this. Like, yep. so for me, man, um. I, th- I think, well, no, I know a lot of it had to do with the church that I was in. So the church that I was in would, you know, the pastor, he was like, oh, the Bible don't say rap unto the Lord a new song. It say sing unto the Lord a new song. So I'm like, dang, I can't be a rapper, you mm. know? So like that set me back for like a good four years. And then I realized like, wait a minute, if this is something that God gave me, why am I not doing it? You know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, like I just said earlier, like I was I was terrible, you know, and since then, you know, God has been opening doors and has been allowing me to meet with these different people. Um, And I think a lot of it, too, was because I didn't I didn't believe in myself. And my best friend was like, look, you need to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was like literally the best advice he could ever give me. And, you know, because we're our own worst critics at times. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you when you when you're writing a song, you're trying to find the hardest lyric to impact people like every single song, mm. you know. And then um, I had got to the point where I was like, OK, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna just let God be God. Whatever comes out of my mouth is going to come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um but to answer your question, from then to now, man, um, only thing I can do is just give all glory to God, man, because um, without him, man, I wouldn't be where I am, you know, and he's he's pretty much all I have. And mm. without him, literally, I would be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How does it feel to see yourself now versus how you was before? Oh, OK, I mean. Yeah, like I said, deep question. Like, personally, man, like, a lot has changed. Like, I don't hang out with the same friends anymore. Like, God has really replaced those friends with, uh, we good? Yeah. God has really replaced those friends that I used to hang out with on the time, like, would just party, do smoke, like, yeah. do other things that were not really godly. And he's replaced them with a good Christian community where we do Bible studies, where we do life together, pretty much. We hang out, we talk, we have lunch, we just do activities and it's it's been a blessing in my life to just be in that community because God wants us to be 
to do life together. He doesn't want us to be alone. Like you can believe in Christ all you want, but if you're living it alone, that's not the life he wants with you. Like he wants you to be in community with other believers so that yeah. you guys can sharpen each other. That's why it says iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta be that for that other person and they'll be that for you. So um that's really big one big personally for me. Uh professionally, um I mean I think my career like as far as musically is is uh better than it was before. Like mm -hmm. even though I used to do bigger shows yeah. and I was touring more and more like this, like the music that I'm putting out now, I'm I'm more proud of it now where it's like this is this is my lane. This is my sound. This is how I want to sound when I come off of people. And like, you know, even today at church, like they wanted me to do a rap in one of the Kirk Franklin songs in the beginning. And so I was like, all right, bet. Like I got something <laughs> for that. Like let's do it. And I did it. I was kind of nervous, but I did it. And I was like, the the congregation, mostly older people, they were like, yo, this is different. But they were clapping. They were like vibing to it. I was like, yo. So if if my music could touch people at that age and even younger, like all that stuff, like. I'm like you want. I'm blessed man that's 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 what God wants me to do so I'm just going to keep doing it and so I'm excited to see what the next 10 years 20 years got if it got willing I still got that on this earth you know so Yeah most definitely Yeah I think that would be dope to see man and um I can see all that happening I can Oh see yeah 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 it would be good to see where it's going to go like I said I um I applaud y'all and I congratulate y'all for making that transition you know and then yeah. <laughs> still doing God's work through the music yeah. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying yeah and not getting caught up into what everybody else is doing and stuff like that. And like how you said, like, you know, if you can just reach people, then, you know, you did your job. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It ain't all about yeah. that. Oh, I ain't got no car. I ain't got no chain. I ain't got this. Like, that stuff don't matter. That's materialistic mm -hmm. stuff. That's temporary. And, yeah, it's temporary. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but what y'all doing is really like, you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody, like, your music is powerful. It is. You know it what I'm is. saying? It, it really helps get people through things and can change, like, you know, atmospheres and everything. Um, y'all really putting that word in the music. I, that really, like, that really is a plus because, like I said, somebody who might not heard a guy before or like really, like you know, was into church and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. They love music and or they probably just didn't receive it well yeah, just without yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that y'all rapping it and doing it, like, oh, it's like, oh, I like this. It's catchy. And then you giving them a word, yeah, in, in a, uh, like an art form that they love, and so, yeah, yeah, and that resonate dope. with them later on. Like, yeah. oh, what, wow, yeah. what did he say? Yeah. He said Jesus is king. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. And then, and then music, man, music has become so powerful. Like there was a song, um, it was just like music, yeah. and then uh, like. He, he, even then, he was like, "How can you ride and not listen to music? Like, yeah, like music, oh yeah, yeah. Like music has become so powerful, man. That to the point, like my brother, he plays the keyboard, right? Mm -hmm. And he studies like different keys to actually help change the mood in the church. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is crazy because, like, for example, he knows like when it's time to pray." He goes to like B flat or something, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's just yeah, like yeah. it's crazy because keys, yeah. music really helps usher in the presence of God. It does, and yeah. and and I had to realize that too because I mean I played around on the keyboard, but I couldn't read music, so yeah, I was like, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot to learn, bro. It's a lot, man. <laughs> so yeah, so like music has become a huge part of not only culture but the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to think too, like Satan. Lucifer, he was kicked out of heaven, but he was the top uh, worshiper. Like he was uh, mm -hmm. the musical director in heaven. Like mm -hmm. he was that. That's why, like, music industry is so corrupted right now. Is because he has his presence all over that. Where he's, yeah. and that's why people 
always had those oh he sold his soul to the devil sold his soul this like that's why the devil attacks music because he knows how powerful it is like he can program that's why you see like you know like our culture is like a lot of killings you know like shootings like gang violence all this stuff but yeah what look uh look at what they're listening to look at what they're watching like that's that's what's programming them to to do those things and they don't see it and then when stuff stuff like that happens they're like oh i wish the violence would end yeah but you gotta start within (laughs) yourself man like you're not changing what you're doing in life like it's gonna keep you know circling. So I didn't even see artists. Certain artists was like, man, I don't know why the crime rate so high. But yep. then it's the artists that make the type of music that make the crime rate go yeah. high. It's like, bro, I just seen this video though. It's crazy. I I hope it's a uh, like guy works in it, but it's NBA YoungBoy. Mm-hmm. Like he had this video posted. And he was like, like regretting all the music he made. He was like, oh, I can't believe I made that music that was pr- like telling people to do this and violence and stuff. He's like, I'm gonna do my best now from moving forward to make more positive music to influence people because he knows how powerful it is. And so I'm like, I don't know if he's believing in Christ or believing in God, but he just, it's good to see that people in that genre are noticing what power that the music does have. And you got to change it, man. Yep, and knowing the power they got over people too, like just like the younger fans and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Because regardless if it's just music, a lot of the fans don't just think it's just music yeah. they think y'all really out they there think, doing yeah. that stuff and they want to be like y'all so I'm yeah, like, i yeah, gotta yeah. do this in order to feel like this or be like this yeah mm-hmm. and it's crazy man or some people <laughs> even like listen to like popular songs and they'll be like um i'm like do you even know what you're saying like no it's just a catchy hook it's just a catchy lyric and then right. but then when they listen to it like you're actually saying something really bad right here like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like you're talking about infidelity like sleeping around but then you're like right. you don't want that to happen to your spouse or you don't or want to be set around yeah or right. your daughter or your kids so yeah. like you gotta be like, you gotta be careful about like, what you put on, out man. there so it's the energy it is it is <clears throat> but man um like i said i want to congratulate y'all on your journey man uh, I want to thank y'all for coming up here because y'all could have been anywhere else, but y'all came up here on the show yeah, and answered these questions and man, had a good blessing, vibe with bro. me. Yeah. yeah, and we talked about God and a lot of things that I wanted to know and other people wanted to know and needed to know. And, um, you know, for people who want to be on that spiritual walk with God and stuff like that, and I definitely appreciate y'all for giving the people like sure. tips and everything and let them know. Definitely, including definitely, myself. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I wish y'all the best of luck, man, on y'all journey and y'all careers, man, because y'all some dope artists. Appreciate and, um, it, man. Yeah, I just want to see where, where, what God got in store for y'all, man. Hey, we you all want to see him because he doesn't give us the full plan, man. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, just says yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank God for real. Yeah. Straight so up. I just want to thank y'all again, man, and I wish y'all the best of luck, man. Um, let the people know where they can find y'all at. Yeah, so um, pretty much any streaming platform, um, just type in J-Kane, J-C-A-I-N, and you can find every song that I've ever done um itunes spotify um i just got notified that i'm gonna be on pandora which is dope amen um uh yeah pretty much anywhere yeah okay yeah, cool dope. yeah uh same with me is it's like saint at saint clutch uh spell out saint clutch with a k and that's instagram facebook twitter uh actually i don't use twitter anymore but tiktok uh youtube yeah. spotify <laughs> apple music um and all the other streaming platforms that should be on there. You know, just search for me. You'll find me and you find all my whole catalog there. Follow us, though, on the social media, though, because I be posting a lot of comedic skits, you know, where it's like Christian comedy and stuff. Yeah. But also educating you guys about the Lord's because at the end of the day, it's all about Jesus, you know. So it's not about us. It's about Jesus. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, one more thing for y'all get out here. Do y'all got any projects or videos out that y'all want people to notice, mm-hmm. like, know about? Um. <laughs> Uh, I'm so this year I've been doing more features mm-hmm. than my actual projects. So, okay. um, 
yeah, I've been working with uh, DH, uh, Sarita Campbell, uh, New Life, uh, Humble One. So any if anybody know who those people are, J. Kane is going to be on pretty much every single last one of those projects. Nice. Also, um, Instagram and Facebook is J. Kane Mission. So J-C-A-I-N and then Mission. Follow your boy, man. Right. Go like, ahead, man. Don't be sleeping on him. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like, um, I mean, I'm, I've been contemplating on dropping an album, but right now I'm working on the singles route where I'm just dropping singles, singles until I, you know, I gain enough of a following where it's like, it's worth it to drop an album. And then it's like, oh, I can sell this many records and make a good money, you know, good yeah, living off it. But my singles have been doing really good. Right now I'm in this kind of mode where I'm dropping a single every week right now since last month. Uh, but it's like more like love song stuff because it's mm -hmm. Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. Shout out to all the lovebirds out there. <laughs> and so I got two more coming out, one this next Friday and then next week Friday. And then after that, I got most of my gospel songs coming out again. And it's just, yeah, I'm just excited, man. Like I got, oh. man, I got probably 30 in the chamber that are just <laughs> ready to go. And then like 50 more that are like, just need need to be polished, man. Right but on. it's just like, yo, it's, <laughs> right, but it's like God's, go. God's timing, man. You know, right. and you don't want to rush things. You want to make sure you got a good rollout. You know? yeah, so, right. Yeah. Well, that's dope, man. Um, congratulations to y'all, man. And good luck on y'all journey, man. Appreciate and, um, it, man. For sure. And um, like to all the fans out there that's watching, y'all make sure y'all tap in. You know, I want to thank y'all and I uh, appreciate y'all for watching and subscribing. I hope y'all continue to do that and tell a friend to subscribe and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Any artists that want to come up here or anybody want to come up here, just DM me. Yeah. Um, everybody just stay, you know, stay tuned. And, um, yep. So Thank Make sure you guys follow Rick Taylor, man. Yeah. This guy oh, doing absolutely. big things, man. Oh, yeah, like, thank you. Make sure y'all follow J. Kane and St. Clutch, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, you know, in 10 we... years, this guy going to be on par with, like, Sway's universe, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing so. it, bro. I'm seeing it. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah, can yeah. see that, you know. Yeah. But like I said, man, much love to y'all. I want to appreciate y'all. You know, I thank y'all for coming up here. And um, once again, it's Rick Taylor Entertainment. And much love to y'all. We out. Amen.